me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. English podcast. Okay. Episode number three. Uh, 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 nobody knows who to, who can talk now. What do we say next? I'm freezing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Describe the situation. Should have. We should have made ourselves a tea before. Very um, English. Well, I basically I'm so English now. I I the past two months. I mean, I've always been drinking tea, but now I drink seven or eight teas a day. But not builders tea. Not builders tea, healthy Which teas. Builders tea is a black tea with a splash of milk, like a breakfast tea. No, I milk. hate milk and tea. Now I only drink like things like lemon, orange, ginger, fennel. Uh, what else? It's your like homeopathic remedies, Peppermint. isn't it? Right, basically, it's your witchcraft. Even really, until into the night, I always drink only tea, tea, tea. And now we don't have a tea and we're freezing because our heating is broken. If you, again. Go, if you go to easy of any illness, she'll just prescribe you <laughs> le- lemon and ginger tea. I've got bronchitis, lemon and ginger. I've got tuberculosis, lemon and ginger. I've got eczema, lemon and ginger tea. It might always help. <laughs> Take this fresh ginger and chew it. I mean, really, it does help. Anyway, yeah. we don't have a tea now. We are recording. Freezing and cold. It is freezing cold because our heating is off for nearly two days. Yeah, it's two days. It's a metaphor for the for uh, the times we live in that our gas boiler has decided to shut up shop and turn off. The plumber was just here the second time and he again couldn't repair <laughs> it. And now he comes back tomorrow. We just hope that then we get a heating bag. Might be nice. Anyway, let's start the podcast. I just wanted to show our situation here. Freezing. I have basically a um, uh, hotty botty, just yeah. a hot water bottle. Hotty um, I'm hugging it. And before we carry on with this episode, if you are an English learner or you just want to help support myself in Easy, then we actually have a membership that you can join and become an Easy English member officially. Um, so if you go to easyenglish.video forward slash membership, you'll see three different tiers. The first one um, is connected to our YouTube videos. We do YouTube videos and you can get transcripts, vocabularies and worksheets all based around the episode we've just done. And for this uh, podcast, we also have a membership perk, which is called the podcast membership. Very clever. And um, with the podcast membership, you can get firstly an interactive transcript, which will take this podcast and it will translate it into a multitude of different languages. Um, and then also on top of that, we offer our after show, which this week we will talk about, because it's been Halloween recently, our favorite horror movies. And also we'll probably talk about other things um, after the show finishes. So some extra bonus behind the scenes content for you. <laughs> and then the last perk is the donor membership, which is for the OGs of Easy English. And um, you get all of that in one nice big bundle and a nice little meeting with us at some point over a Zoom for a beer. Yeah, so go to easyenglish.video forward slash memberships and become an Easy English member now and help support our work. 
Okay, first segment, shall we do Topic of the Week? Topic of the Week. Okay, so if you um, watched the most recent episode of Easy English to this podcast episode, you'll see that it was called something on the lines of Design Your Own Music Festival. And it's an idea that we stole, right? Because it's kind of already been done as a podcast. Good recommendation. Yep. The Sean Keaveney, who's a radio DJ, has his own podcast where he invites celebrities to curate their own festival, a morning slot, afternoon slot, and evening slot. And we took the idea onto the streets of Brighton. Yeah, and I have actually done that already in the Easy German podcast with Manu and Kari. You did. And let them design the festival. And I didn't even know the Sean Keaveney, is his name? Yeah. Yeah. Sean Keaveney podcast, but an Easy German member... I think it was Sam. He asked me, "Oh, I is this um, like? Did you like it because of the Sean Keaveney podcast?" And I didn't know it, but now I'm listening to it, and it's a great idea that he stole from me, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Keaveney heard you yeah. so you can easily stole it. Yeah, it's no, called, no it, he's his, doing that for you. It's yeah, it's called the lineup for anyone yeah, it's who's great. interested. Amazing. So now, um, yeah, we we've already shared in the episode our. Easy English, Easy English festival. festival, which is like, yeah, it was only three slots. But now we decided in the podcast, we can make our own little festival. But do we also have to now have one morning, one midday, one evening yeah. slot? Uh, on the Easy German podcast, I had a three days festival of like, I don't know, six to 10 acts a day. That was good. <laughs> three is not enough. But yeah. Let's do it. You go first. Me go first. Uh-huh. Okay. So um, I was thinking about this for the past few days, freezing cold in my office chair. <laughs> my festival would actually be in Brighton, but not in Brighton Centre. Mine would be at the top of the South Downs. Oh. Because I want to see the proper sunrise and sunset moments for two bands. Because everyone always thinks of the nighttime band, lighting, haze, lots of dancing, you know, lots of beer. But I think... If you can have a proper good sunrise and sunset, then those two could be pretty memorable sets. And so my sunrise, I would like, uh, and this is maybe very pretentious of me, I would really like Ludovico Einaudi, the oh, Italian pianist. Yeah. Nice. I think real pianists don't like him because he's a sort of like a minimalist pianist. Minimalist pianist? Minimalist pianist? <laughs> but I find he does very relaxing, very emotional and... What I like about him is he, he kind of leaves lots of gaps. Most pianists, I think, they're like... They're like filling all the gaps, twinkling their fingers around the keyboard or the p- piano, but he like leaves lots of nice ambient gaps, and I really like that. And, yeah, it, I been to, went to his concert once in, in the Brighton Dome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're so right And there. I think it's the only gig I've ever been to where I sobbed. <laughs> oh, it's good, isn't it? I think maybe... It just, yeah, his music, you know how they say that music is subjective and his music just really, I don't know what it means to him, but for me, it really like triggers something. I really like can really imagine and think of things in my head when I listen to his music. So he would be the the sunrise musician, the sunrise at Ludovico and Audi. In the afternoon, I would like a band from Australia who I think now live in Berlin called Parcels. Hello, Easy. <laughs> Easy's writing down her list. I'm just checking my Spotify. <laughs> and there was just a, if I can interrupt you quickly, a pop-up of what do you think, which song you 
listened to this year. Oh yeah, the first song this year. Harry Styles. I have no idea how that happened. The Jacksons, Shake Your Body. Where's that even? Shake your body down to the ground. Shake your body down to the ground. Jackson 5. That was the first song on 1st of January in the night. Oh, yeah. It is a New Year's Eve kind of song. I can't imagine that I put that on, but somebody stole my (laughs) song. Okay. Back back to my list. We're taking taking lots of time now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm saying Parcels, which are an Australian... um, are they funk? Kind of funky. They're a funky band. Yeah. Um, but they have this. But very, not annoying funk. Not annoying <laughs> funk, and it's very. It's all acoustic instruments. Then the, I don't think there's any like electronic. There's no like laptops or anything involved in this funk. So not not like uh, like Daft Punk, for example, or Chromio. They but they are signed to Daft Punk's label, and they're like five or six like under twenty one year olds who have like the most creepy mustaches. And they all dress a bit like the varying stages and eras of the Beatles, but they play really good sort of lo-fi, uh, lo-fi funk music, essentially, with no, nice like four-piece harmonies in their vocals. And I also saw them by accident when I was really drunk walking around a wilderness festival with some friends, and we wandered into a, like an enclave, like a forest area, and they were playing like a three-square-meter stage with like a full drum kit, synthesizers, and two guitarists and a bassist, and they're like squeezed on stage, and it was the best, one of the best experiences I've had at a festival. Just all night dancing, very nice. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're my afternoon act as the sun is going down, and then as darkness falls, I think you know who I'm going to say we have the resurrection of Oasis, but still with this anxi- anxious feeling between both brothers. I think there's something that Anxious. Ha- there's something that happens when they're still not quite happy with each other. There's a bit of a a swagger and a bit of a obnoxious feeling by the both of them when they're kind of a bit pissed off with each other. I think, and I, I like that they have like a, I love their kind of the aggression in Oasis. They're and they're like my ultimate band ever. What will be their last song? Oh. I think the first one, I don't know if this is what I would say if I really thought about it, but the, my one of my favourite songs off of maybe the worst album is Do You Know What I Mean? It has like a really big build-up. The drums are like this big echoey, loud, aggressive drums and the solo is like really like gritty. Oh, it's such a great song. And it, <laughs> but it has to have the bit at the at, during the song of like helicopters flying overhead. That'd have to happen as well also during the festival. It all adds to the atmosphere of that song. And the first song they'd come out to, which they come out to anyway, I think, is a song called Fucking in the Bushes. Done. And the festival would be uh, on the South Downs and it would be called Mitchumus Fest. Mitchumus? What does that? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think when Gladiator came out, there was that guy called Maximus, played by Russell Crowe, and people then for a while started calling me Mitchumus, like I was oh. a gladiatorial Roman. Oh, mention I'm going through my Spotify. I have too many that I want to have there. Ooh, Spice Girls, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I would start, that's already um, set with air, a French electronica nice. um, couple band hangover, duo. Good hangover coffee music. It's not co- coffee music. That's boom, a bit disrespectful. Boom, 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 it's not. Boom, boom, boom. It's not jazzy. It is electronica. a bit jazzy. No. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say so. But it's it's so nice. It's 
air. Summer, people are like, yeah, maybe a bit hangover. Maybe not because we only have a one-day festival. They're having their first drink, little snack. <laughs> first drink <laughs> at 10 a.m. Definitely a festival in England. <laughs> and it's just, it's so getting into the mood. True. It's so nice. Um, so air, then air. Air. my, my um, night act is yeah, clear my favorite band yeah but don't say it yet Do yeah yeah but in between i'm not so sure first i thought spice girls come on yeah spice girls could be it but then i also thought of caribou which is i don't know caribou um also electronic music but like quite can be quite summary as well i thought like as a bit of a wake up everyone but or if we are in brighton but i don't know where i would do it you really with the south Stones, you already did it all damn it I don't want to do a beach festival. That's pathetic, isn't it? No, I quite like that. And then I thought of a Brighton original for for the midday slot, which is the Go Team, where mm. I listened to them when I was seventeen, and then recently I thought that saw. Oh God, I'm very sniffly. Shout out the Go Team with that <laughs> sniffle. Oh God, I'm getting a cold from the seating not working. I recently saw that they um, are bringing out a new album now, and it's it's reminds me a lot of my late teenager years. Anyway, so they would be good, but yeah, let's come on, let's do the Spice Girls. So Air, Spice Girls, everybody's great. in the best mood. Air is also quite ninety, or is it like early two thousands? Early similar period yeah yeah that's good you've and got a theme in the night <laughs> yeah yeah i have to choose folds my favorite band also uk band have seen them several times don't even know anymore have had the best evenings on their gigs mm. so they will definitely ah, yeah, you, yeah if you have any any energy left after the spice girls it'll be well and truly Droughted out by Foles, right? Yeah. You'll be done. It's a big sweaty mess at the end. Oh, yeah. I love Foles gigs. What album would they be doing? Or would you have them as they are now? Because then they oh, would sort of I do can't the do hits. that. I have to give you the perfect set, but that would take too long out of all the albums. I mean, right. I have a favorite album just from the album set up. But the most recent album they did is not, I don't think it's high energy like the old stuff. No, nah, it's, it's pretty much 80s funky stuff still a good album but my favorite stuff is the old deep rock math rock stuff heavy, yeah. yeah like what went down those yeah. kind of things are my my jam <laughs> when his voice is really like fully broken <laughs> by the end <laughs> like mine now <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's mine i love it and would you what, come absolutely i was a huge spice girls fan huge spice girls fan ginger spice is the one i fancied the most yeah? Yeah. Jerry. Jerry Halliwell. Is, yeah, is that true? Yeah. I, I uh, did perform as a Spice Girls in my high school once. Oh, yeah, you told me this. Yeah. Who I were was, you? I was posh. Dark hair. That was... I know, there was also... What's her name? Oh, yeah, Sporty Spice. Yeah. LC. Is she the best singer, you think? Absolutely. Mm. That song she does with Brian Adams. Baby, when you're gone. <laughs> when you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> we both sound I don't like even know. what do they do today I mean they're obviously still performing but what is Emma Bant Banton or Banton Banton right what is Emma <laughs> Banton Emma Banton your sniffly nose makes it sound hilarious you say I'm a Banton Emma Banton 
Okay. okay, let's move on to our next topic, yep. which is expression. No, it's not expression. What is it? Our new segment called Culture Club. Culture Club. I'm not sure if we mentioned this, but we're actually back in the UK right now from Germany. And on our way back, we took the ferry via DFDS and we noticed a big cultural elephant in the room on our way back right an elephant in the room and i applied german instinct to a british situation <laughs> because we were kind of we'd gotten through french security right yep nah. we, we were coming up to customs in the car right it was the english but yeah yeah yeah. Mm? we just got to calais we went um, through french security and then we went to the UK border check. Yeah, and once you're past French security on a, a Calais ferry port, you're presented by many check-in centres, and they all have symbols above. They have, like, enter symbols of, like, red crosses or green arrows, if you can come. Mm-hmm. And then they also have lorries symbols or car symbols. And I think there was about seven car symbols, right? Some were closed, but there were maybe four lanes that were actually open. Yeah. And three... Two or three were... Two or three out of the four had huge long queues of British people, right? Ah, you mean four were open? I think four or five were open, three had queues, and two, there was no one. Which is completely empty. Yeah. And... And the queues were long. Yeah, they were long, yeah. And we actually, if we'd have gotten those queues, we'd have missed a very probably. Yeah. And on approach, my British instinct kicked in, which is to just gather behind the other people <laughs> because I don't want to feel out of place or out of line. Yeah, and the German was screaming, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> That's an open... It was just no one was there. I was like, why don't we go there? Yeah. And you were like, you don't do that. You go in the back behind the last one. But they could have all gotten there as well. It wasn't that. My my thing I said to you is, there must be something wrong. wrong. <laughs> that, like, there's a re- There must open. be a reason why no one's going in there. But then, yeah, you helped me apply German instinct. And going past the cars to get into the open check-in centre, I got more and more furious with our British instinct to queue. It made me kind of angry. I think it's great, the instinct to queue, if, like, what I don't like is if you pass a queue and smuggle your way into some somewhere... That's disrespectful, but no one wanted to go to the open, to the, not even, how do you say it, like to the open spot. So that is their own fault. Yeah, and it kind of made me furious that like... You just make traffic jams. We've kind of, the British kind of are known for this cultural thing of queuing as a way of being polite, but we kind of have now done it so long that it's become mindless and you kind of become like an ant. Maybe people enjoy that. It's like a social thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> being together in in the situation if there was like a, a british theme park and you could experience elements of britain the actual queuing up for the ride would be the would be the the ride itself you'd queue 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 and then at the end you'd that would be the ride would be over there'd be no mm. roller coaster at the end you've just experienced british culture by standing in a line for an hour stupid and it, re- it does really annoy me now so i'm stupid. i'm gonna stop queuing i'm gonna jump queues. no <laughs> that's it I've had enough of queuing. The gold medal. (laughs) Okay, so next... Oh, we have one more thing, yeah. Yeah, so our next topic, uh, we're going to do an expression of the week. Expression. 
expression of the week. Oh god, should I say it? Wait. You know what I mean? No. Do you know what I mean? I... Do, do, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Do, do you know what I mean? No. Do you know what I mean? No. No. Do you know? What... <laughs> okay, go on. So you actually just said that it's quite clever that I actually somehow unintentionally sure. mentioned it in my uh, music festival lineup that Oasis would play the song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you said quickly now. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know, Do you what, know mean? what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I actually wrote it down <laughs> phonetically because we watched a, a documentary, right? And it was one of the best sort of British journalist documentary makers, Louis Theroux, interviewing Stormzy, mm -hmm. who is the big, possibly the biggest grime artist ever. Yeah, that's good. And Stormzy is known for saying, "Do you know what I mean? Do you mm. know what I mean?" But he says it with this very deep voice. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? You'll hear this everywhere. It's such an informal British thing, and yeah, would you know what people were saying if they came up to you and they were da -da 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 -da, do you know what I mean? If I know what they mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you mean would you well, if, <laughs> would if if someone said to you do you know what I mean do you yeah. know what they would <laughs> god yeah of course they want me to confirm but saying it is, is another thing right so I wrote it down phonetically I would say you know what I mean you know what I mean I know do you what should be there but it's shorter you know what I mean okay but the full British way to do it you know what I mean do you know, you know what I mean, what I mean? You know what I mean? And I wrote it phonetically, <laughs> and this is how you do it. And you have to apply the glottal stop, which I taught in a super easy English recently. So if you do the letter E and cut the E short without closing your mouth, you'll do a glottal stop. E. E. Yeah. And then when you release that, <coughs> that's, that's like the glottal T or something, or the glottal stop. You know what I mean? So I say, I, this is how you should do it phonetically. Jana. Jana. And then with the R, you got to stop it. Jana. And then at the end, you say Armin, like Armenian. Jana Armin? Yeah. <gasps> but yeah, but you. Jana Armin? Jana. Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Great. Jana Armin? Jana Armin? Jana Armin. Thank you for that amazing tip. There you go. There's the glottal stop, the phonetic expression of the week of Jana Armin. Great. I think that was a good episode for English learners. Yeah, hopefully more helpful. <laughs> and music lovers. Oh, yeah. So please, please, if you love music as much as we do, write us an email to... Podcast at easyenglish.video. With um, your personal lineup. That would be really cool. Maybe we can share some next week. Oh, yeah. If you could share. And please, 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 in general, always write to us with questions, ideas topic requests or anything and we still have our unhelpful advice category so if you have anything that we should help you with like telling you what to eat for your breakfast tomorrow morning or which tea is the best how the lemon ginger portion should be <laughs> or whatever please um yeah please write us an email because we would really really love to hear from all of you and yeah we are, i really want to say Thank you, because we know that a lot of people listen to our first two podcasts and we are really, really happy about it and excited and it's it's a bit unbelievable. It's also really great. Yeah, it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. We also now have this thing called Telby, which is attached to our easyenglish.fm. Oh, yeah. And if you're feeling a bit more outgoing, 
you can actually uh, send us a recorded audio message. Someone did it actually a week ago, and, and it sounded a bit like like our website was haunted. It was a very haunting message. Yeah, there was not there was not a question with it, was it? it was yeah, please, spooky. please, please. Maybe because it's us, Halloween. Send us an audio message. Oh, maybe send us an audio message and. Yeah, we can actually play it here as well. Oh, we can play it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that would be really, really nice. So give us a good question to answer about relationship advice, or moving to England advice, or culturally cultural advice, traveling, language, Netflix questions, best British food. Okay. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for episode number four. Maybe a Christmassy no, build-up episode. Then. No, maybe. 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 I mean, my Christmas season starts now. Yeah, we want to put up the Christmas tree soon. (laughs) It's always beginning of November. We're one of those people. See you in a couple of weeks. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.